You're listening to a bonus episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. Enjoy. Something has survived. Will you? You from Kenner. Jurassic Park 3 Spino vs. T-Rex game. The fiercest fight ever. Batteries not included. Imagination. The dinosaurs are on a rampage and only the JP team is tough enough to stop them. It's Jurassic Park the game. All the excitement of the movie, but this time they're after you. But your Matchbox Mercedes traps one. It's happening, but only at Jurassic Park. Batteries not included for Indominus Rex. You can tell it's Mattel. It's swell. Hello and welcome to a bonus episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. I am your host, Brad Jost, and today I am joined by Aaron Beyer, and we are going to be looking at a few of the Mattel and Matchbox toys um, from the Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom toy line. We're going to do a little review for you, look at these items, and kind of compare them to some of the other ones, and uh, just give you our overall thoughts, because it's probably the first time that we're doing that, really. We've put together a bunch of videos unboxing and uh, looking at them in box and doing toy hunts and stuff like that, but right now it's time to... To uh, get these things opened up, dive into them, and uh, let you know what we think. So, Aaron, what, what's going on? How, how you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. Welcome to uh, welcome to the new world, man, with uh, the Mattel era. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's a, it's a good time. I mean these these toys are very exciting. I am so pumped to finally have really great toys yet again, and really great toys that probably are better than anything we've ever had. Mm, that's a gutsy, that's a gutsy <laughs> statement, man. It is. I'm, I'm sticking with it though. Cause I think it's pretty accurate. I think it, I'm not going to say that they're all the best we've ever had, but they are yeah. on par for sure. I feel like with, uh, with the old Kenner stuff. Um, and a lot of them supplement that collection really nicely. I don't want to go too much into it. Cause I feel like we have maybe plans to do broader, uh, conversations later, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I've not been disappointed by this collection. For sure. So today we're going to be looking at the Jurassic Park Jeep and Dimorphodon. We've got the Mercenary and the Carnotaurus. So three pretty, or, you know, two pretty cool items. Maybe the third one, not so much, but uh, it's all right. It's still good. But um, I'm excited to dive into these. You ready? Uh, Yeah, let's do it. Um, So up first, we've got the Matchbox Jurassic World Jeep Wrangler and Rescue Net. Um, right now on Amazon retailing for fifteen ninety, so that's actually a pretty good price, I think, for this uh, car. Yeah, man, I think overall a lot of these prices are very good, and uh, that that's one of those surprising prices that I'm good with. I love it. Yeah, I think at fifteen dollars, um, this actually prices the same as the Bush Devil Tracker uh, from the Kenner line back in the nineties, which is the the equivalent, you know, the red and brown Jeep. Um, but this one comes with a dinosaur, and in my opinion, I think a better weapon than the Bush Devil Tracker. Um, and I do appreciate that it's really accurate to Jeep Wrangler. They actually have like the licensing this time around to uh, actually use Jeep Wranglers, which is really nice. Yeah, man, that makes a big difference. How accurate these things are, and just how well they function. And yeah, I love that it does include a dinosaur, and um, that that function is pretty cool. I like it a lot. It does remind me a lot of the old stuff in a way. Yeah, um, this one is the version that is kind of rusted out, so it's definitely the Jurassic World version mm-hmm. of this Jeep. And I don't remember exactly uh, what number it was that the kids drove uh, in Jurassic mm-hmm. World. Um, this one does not have a working wench like the <laughs> Legacy Edition does. Uh, but one of the things that frustrates me is that both of them are the number 18. 
Um, I get that one is supposed to be legacy and one is supposed to be old and rusted, but it kind of would have been nice to get two separate numbers on those. Um, just in case I don't, I mean, I don't know. It seems weird if you're, if you're a kid playing one story, right. And you've got two number 18s, but that's, that's so nitpicky. Yeah. I know a lot of people are bugged by that. It doesn't necessarily bother me. Um, I'm pretty cool with it. I, but yeah, if you want like that fleet of Jeeps and there is like, what two or three different models um you do want kind of like you know the functionality of having multiple jeeps when i'm with a kid you know or not when i was a kid and i was playing with these i would have said i want number 18 i want number 10 or i want 12 or you know something like that i think that would have been a great aspect but um here we are number 18 yeah i think you you know you mentioned like the fleet and i never i feel like 18 is actually even kind of high for for what size jurassic park was um and I, I, is 18 specifically referenced in the movies? It must be. They wouldn't have thrown 18 on there. You know, um, I'm not too familiar with the numbers on, you know, in every any given scene in the films. But, um, yeah, it would have been cool to kind of have like, oh, a dirty number 18, a clean number 12. Um, you know, each one maybe having a different weapon or something like that. But, you know, who knows? Um, Mattel seems to be, you know, aggressively taking on this franchise. So maybe we'll get more numbers in the future. Yeah, I mean that's fine. It, it like I said, it doesn't bug me too much. But the the detail here is good enough for me. Um, I love like I do like that dirty aspect to it. There is a clean version, um, but this one's this one's the dirty one. It almost looks like I know this is all like like this grill thing that's up on the top um, near the window. Um, it looked painted on, but it actually is like really there um a lot of this stuff looks painted but it actually you can feel it uh, not not some of this stuff this is all um painted all these uh marks marks and stuff like that but the like the door hinges the door handle e, the logo is is a sticker um let's see yeah but all these hinges are all like legit you can feel them and everything so that's really cool yeah like you said the winch doesn't really do anything there but that's fine yeah, you know, and you mentioned like a sticker. It actually would have been cool to maybe have like stickers for the numbers so you could really make any number you wanted yeah. uh, on the Jeep. Um, but the net launching capability on this thing, I, you know, it launches really far. Um, it's yes. got really <laughs> good distance for such an inexpensive toy. I know. I'm putting it together right now. So let me set up my Dimorphodon over there. Let's see how far that we can get this thing to go. I know it's like I, I, I never understand how far it'll go. So, oh missed i'm like terrible at aiming i don't know if you've tried that i'm sure you have trying to uh capture your dinosaurs oh no it just went down the crack perfect (laughs) oh this thing's hilarious but it has this rubber band so the way it works is there's a rubber band on the top that this this bar kind of hits on there so it just propels it off so that's that's really awesome yeah, you know, and I think, you know, as far as detailing goes, it's got detailing on the bottom. Um, even though Hasbro is doing the main line, this is actually produced by Matchbox. And I feel like, which is, I'm assuming, a subsidiary of, of I think Mattel. You, I think you said Hasbro, but yeah. Um, Mattel, Mattel. I meant Mattel. Sorry. <laughs> it's been it's been a long 25 years, um, you know, with, with Hasbro. But uh, yeah. yeah, so Matchbox uh, actually is producing these vehicles. Um, they've got the detailing on the bottom. They've obviously got the licensing, uh, you know, for Jeep. Uh, and yeah, I just think they did a really nice job with this oh. and it was, it was nice to see that it comes with a dinosaur. And I think for that price point, um, you actually get more with this than we did with the Bush devil tracker, uh, you know, in the, in the Kenner days, um, and this dimorphodon, it is the standard, uh, attack pack dimorphodon. Oh, I so kind of wish they would have given us a different color variant. Uh, 
you know, exclusive to this car. Uh, but that's okay. It's always good to have, you know, one or two of the same uh, animal. Like you mentioned, a fleet or like a herd or something like that. Uh, but yeah, what do you think of this dinosaur? I like it. You know, I've never had one of these before, and it, it's very cool. I love it. The thing is really detailed. I've never, I've never actually had. When I say one of these, oh, you know what? I did. I had um, I had that blue pterodactyl um back in the day with from, from the, the first film. Yeah, that thing was great. But uh, what I love about this is how functional it is. You know, it all the wings move, and they're all on different joints, so they can go, you know, all over the place. These wings, it's perfect. Yeah, I've got uh, three or four of these guys on my desk, and it's it's kind of fun to have them each in you know different poses and. Um, you know, they're up on my computer monitor looking down and ah, so they're all perfect. just, they're, they're like all just kind of like, uh, freaking out kind of like when the Indominus, uh, breaks into the, uh, the aviary, uh, in the fourth film. Yes. So, uh, I really like this guy. I really like the design. Um, the way the mouth you know, moves is perfect. The neck moves and the, this thing, like it can do like this, like really hunched over, you know, look here, or it can be pretty stretched out and, and like in flight. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, hunched over kind of has like this gothic uh, type yes. look to it, um, or you know, it, it can be all like riled up and and on the on the attack. Yeah, yeah, I do love that, and that's a great feature of all these Mattel uh, toys is that the mouths are wide open. And well, this is not a Mattel toy; this is um, uh, Matchbox, I guess. But um, very cool. I love it a lot. All right. Actually, do you no, want to on, move on here. To a... Well, actually, yeah. I guess M- Matchbox is a subsidiary of Mattel, so it's kind of all the same, I would assume, right? So, yeah, on the wing here, it does say "Made in China, 2017 Mattel," and uh, what else does it have? It has some sort of numbers, TM and Universal and Amblin. So, I don't know if you can pick that up in the video here, but it's there, and and it has the scan function, so you can scan this, put it in your Jurassic Facts app. And yeah, I mean the detail on this thing is is insane. Like, it actually looks like a leathery, you know, wing. Um, it's got this like hair and stuff on the back. Very detailed. I just love it. These are like razor sharp little teeth. I mean, they're not going to hurt you, but they're, they look super sharp. They don't feel it, but that's very cool. Yeah, it's nice to see that Mattel is is kind of coming back to sharp corners. I yeah. feel like that was kind of something that Hasbro uh, teetered away from. Um, even to the point where like the Triceratops figure in the last line was fairly small, um, you know, with, with smaller horns and, and yeah, like, uh, you know, without going too into detail with about the other figures, there definitely are sharp corners on all these, uh, figures. So, uh, it's kind of cool that they're, they're sticking with the actual look of the creatures in the film rather than just trying to make a, a super, uh, dumbed down safe version that re- kind of looks like what was in the film. Yeah, and I do have one of the old um, Jeep-ish ones, like the one from The Lost World. The Jeep from The so, Lost World. Yeah, it's one of the um, the tracker vehicles from the like the uh, I forget what it's called. Which what what the actual name of this vehicle is here? Um, it's the one that's the the extended cab. You know, the thing that kind of goes oh, out. Oh yeah, on the yeah, side. yeah. Okay. So I just wanted to bring that into um, at least our video because we are doing this via video as well. Um, and I just kind of wanted to talk about the the difference here. It's the the old one is is slightly bigger because the toys were slightly bigger. 
So, I mean, it has that kind of going for it, which is, is different. But the size scale on all of these items are very different from the old to the new. But it is so close. It is very close to that. And um, I love it. I just think it looks comparable. Like, I love this old Jeep. It's very sturdy. And, I mean, yeah, mine's fallen apart here since. But that's fine. But, you know, they both roll pretty well. And this thing is – it holds up is what I'm trying to get at. You know, it still holds up to this old stuff that we all cherish and love so much. So that's kind of why I wanted to point it out. Um, I don't have the uh, old Jeep anymore. I think I, I destroyed that one. I destroyed the Explorer. So I'm I'm running low on vehicles. Oh, man. You destroyed all the really expensive ones to yeah. get now on eBay. Yeah. And actually, recently, I threw out that one. I don't even remember what it's called. The one with the, the two yellow lifts on the side that threw the net. Um I threw that one out recently because oh, it was pretty destroyed. You threw destroyed. it out? Yes, dude. I did. I, there was no salvaging it. No, you gotta. You use it as something that's been destroyed. No, Brad, there's I always there's always use for it. destroyed vehicles. It was too. It was too messed toys. up. <laughs> so why don't we move on here to this mercenary? Um, I have it right here with me. So let's put it on display here. It's um, it's just a standard guy. He doesn't stand very well, but um. Yeah, come on, man. Standard mercenary that will not stand for the life of me. But what do you think about these these um, human figures or this specifically this mercenary? Um, specifically this mercenary, I I don't know because I don't know, you know, if there are any in the new films. I'm not a huge fan of like mercenaries in the Jurassic franchise. Like even in the third movie when the army comes in, I'm like, ugh, the because the I think it's just because it's it's. It would be unbe- it's unbelievable to me that an army can't defeat dinosaurs. So every time, because <laughs> yeah. they're they're yeah. animals, right? Like, you know, the idea that like the T Rex rampaged through San Diego in the Lost World for a solid evening is just like mind boggling to me. Because I'm like, well, just bring it down, man. Like, like bring in <laughs> bring in a truck and shoot this thing. Like, yeah, it's not it's not a monster. It, it's it's a it's an animal. Like. You know, I, so I don't know. I mean, I'm not a big game tracker or anything, so I don't really know. But um, this mercenary is fine. In general, I, I do wish that they were able to stick with the scale of the old Kenner stuff because I think that would lead into a little more of a seamless uh, collection. I understand mm-hmm. why they're not because they wanted to keep the dinosaurs at a specific price point. Um, you know, price-wise, uh, the Mattel website has this guy listed at $7.99, and I think that's a pretty fair price, uh, USD. Uh, to ask for these human figures. Um, but yeah, this guy's great. I think the best part about him is his weapon. It's the uh, Jurassic World like shock stick. Um, and it's got this really cool like clear electric blue uh, shot coming out of the end of it. And honestly, I would love to have, you know, I would love to have a bunch of these guys and eventually paint them up as uh, AC- ACU troopers. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I don't mind having like a random assortment of different kind of characters, you know. Um, Yeah, we all love our, you know, mainstays with, you know, Claire or Owen or Grant or Ian Malcolm, stuff like that. But in this case, I like having a character that you can just demolish, you know. You can put him in the car, fly off a cliff. You can have him get eaten by the colossal T-Rex or you know, any of the other dinosaurs, he can get mauled by Velociraptor. He's that kind of guy that you would just sacrifice, you know? And I need those characters for me when I, you know, when I was a kid playing with these toys. Um, I think that's spot on what you need. And I do love this, this, um, you know, stick here. I think it's 
it's fun. It, you know, the old toys had very outlandish, um, you know, weapons and crazy stuff like weapons. That. Yeah, yeah, like way bigger, way crazier than any of this thing. I think I think Alan Grant had a nuclear bomb um, or something like that, right? Didn't he have like that little nuke yeah, bomb Alan or something? Yeah, Alan Grant had a nuclear bomb. Uh, <laughs> Muldoon had a bazooka um, or like a missile launcher. Um, Ellie had a giant grappling hook, which I don't – I mean she's not scaling walls, so I don't really know exactly what that's going to do. Um, you know, but yeah, they all had crazy – uh, you know, Saturday morning cartoon style weapons. And this one yeah. kind of brings it back a little bit um, to a little bit more of a normal style weapon. I don't know what I'm a bigger fan of. I, I, I tend to lean towards crazy when it comes to the, to the toys, but yeah, you know, to each their own, this, uh, this is still a really cool prop. Yeah. It's, it's normal ish, but since it has that blue shock kind of coming out of it, it looks a little outlandish, but I, I love that about it. And I think it's a perfect, Little weapon that you can break free from the guy's hand. The dinosaurs can eat the guy real easily. He, you know, any dinosaur can pretty much get away from that thing, especially when there's only one guy using it. You know, um, but as far as the figure's concerned, um, it's fine. I mean, I have no gripes too bad with this guy. I think he's okay. Um, let's. I want to get a closer look at him, but you know, he he's painted all right. I mean, as some of the some of the paint jobs around the eyes have been a little iffy because it's got these sunglasses on right so sometimes the eye color or the skin color is painted on the sunglasses it's not a deal breaker for me to be honest i don't really mind too much if the paint jobs are off in that sense my yeah. when, when the eyes when there's like no sunglasses because he has the sunglasses on if there's no sunglasses and the eyes are painted weird that always like turns me off but as far as the sunglasses go it's fine for me i have no other issues with it with the paint job really i think it looks fine yeah, you know, to to that to that note, a lot of people have been posting like, oh, the paint job is off or there's a little bit of a, a smear here or like a defect here. And, you know, people, I get it. There, I saw one photo where like the eyes of like an Allosaurus were like down its neck or something like the, the decal <laughs> yeah. completely missed. Um, yeah. But like, honestly, these are consumer level toys. These are meant to be played with and these are probably going to wind up in a lot of resale shops ebay um they're gonna wind up in a in a secondary seller's market probably not worth a ton of money in the future um you know some of the bigger dinosaurs maybe but you know you can go on ebay right now and get human figures for five six dollars a pop from the kenner era you know so you know the these figures aren't things where i'm looking for the paint to be a hundred percent pristine these are consumer level toys every little defect kind of gives each one its own little bit of character um you know, if I was spending nine hundred dollars on a statue, um, it needs to look exactly like it does on the website. But these are again consumer level seven ninety nine. You know, what can you complain about as far as like slightly off paint applications? Yeah, and I I don't yeah that's that's exactly it. Seven ninety nine is such a fantastic price. Um, yeah, I wish they were a little bit bigger like the old ones, but like you said, they're saving money on you know this aspect, but you know really paying off on the other bigger items. Um, but this is great. I do have an issue though with the amount of articulation. Um, that's my only problem with these three and three quarter inch ones because a lot of these, you know, companies are doing these now, like with Hasbro and Star Wars and all that. There, there's so much articulation and they're so small that I feel like once you articulate them a little bit too much after a while, it'll definitely lose it and the legs will be super wobbly 
and and all that. But again, at the same time, I kind of admire my old toys because of that reason. You know, my old Alan Grant has like the super wobbly legs. I mean, even right now, this guy has one wobbly leg. Um, and that's – I have not played with him. I've just had him sitting here on my desk. This is the most I've, you know, articulated these legs at all. So it is interesting that I think these will wear down quicker than some of the old bulkier toys. Maybe um – my, you know, my human figures, they're not going to get as much play as they did, obviously, 25 years ago. So I don't know if I'm going to be too disappointed. Now, Grant, Now, if I was a kid, yeah, that would be a bummer. Um, I do like, though, that unlike, you know, the G.I. Joes from the 80s and 90s, they don't have, like, a rubber band waist. Um, so there's yes, not going to be any yeah. rotting there. Um, I do like that all on all the figures, any joints that they had to create, they tried to hide with uneven um, seams. So for instance, I don't have my mercenary here, but, um, the Alan Grant figure has a nice wrinkle at the knee of the pants. Um, it's the same thing with the mercenary. He's got like kind of his pants are like kind of rolled over his knee a little bit. Um, the only reason that you really see, uh, joints in the arm is because he doesn't have any clothing, uh, covering his arms. You know, um, I feel like they, to make them articulate, uh, at this range they at least tried to hide the seams and that's on all the dinosaurs all the humans um they they really took care to try to make seams look a little uh a little messy rather than straight edge yeah i agree with that i i think the seams have been hidden pretty well uh, i use that word cautiously because you can tell where the arms are because oh, they're, sure, they're naked sure. arms you know they're not clothed arms but as far as everything else goes they're they're fantastic and the amount like i do appreciate the amount of articulation i think it is it's pretty fantastic how much they can move and it does help for playing i think i think if you you kind of want these figures to move a lot and you know the old ones didn't necessarily move a lot i do have um, I wanted to compare him to Dieter Stark. I feel like he's a very similar in style. You know, they're both kind of mercenaries like you were, we were talking about before with the game trail kind of guys. Um, they, they do look slightly similar, similar in their clothing and whatnot. They both have these like vest, um, you know, ammo cartridges or whatever you want to call it, um, holsters and all that stuff. So they're very similar. Um, Dieter Stark is, is a bit bigger and bulkier because he is, you know – what is that? What is that? Uh, four, four inch or something like that toy. I forget what. Oh, uh, I think they are. were standard five inches. Five inches. Okay. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, there's that, but um, I, I do think it's a good downsizing of the product. I think they did a great job making it just a little bit smaller. Yeah, one thing I appreciate appreciate about all the figures, um, human and dinosaur alike, they've given the legs. Um, motion in the x and that's you know um if, if you're looking at the figure right you're looking uh face on you're looking at the z um and then up and down will be the y and the left and right is the x and what's nice about motion in the x is that you're able to kind of um stand them up a little bit better um because if they need a little bit of leverage or their 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 weight needs to shift to one side you can kind of use that x orientation to kind of pivot and and like kind of hinge and so these human figures stand up really well even for how small they are uh they stand on their own really well and then you can get kind of cool poses with them as far as like you know let's say uh somebody was holding a flare or something like that and, and you could have them waving it maybe and, and not need to support them uh at, you know so much they do have the nice uh pegs in the feet so they can attach to uh 
uh, vehicles. I know that the big uh, gyrosphere launcher has the pegs on it uh, for characters to stand on. Um, you can also buy little stands, you know, for for them to to connect to. Um, not made by Mattel, uh, but you can buy those like on eBay or something. So, uh, yeah, just really nice detail on these human figures. Again, I wish they were the same size as the Kenner stuff, but um, I, that is, that's literally like my only complaint about this entire line is that I wish the humans were a little bit bigger. But, you know, um, I'll take this whole thing as a win. Yeah, I think when you take the old stuff out of the mix, I think these things work really well, um, size-wise. Because I think quality-wise, they are spectacular. Um, and I've got the guy right now in the Jeep showing you know, just how well they fit in there. Um, a lot of the old toys, you actually had a hard time getting them in some of the vehicles because there wasn't as much articulation and whatnot. But these guys are, are fantastic. And he's in a cool pose right now, just kind of like chilling, like he's going to the beach or something. He's got his arm out the Jeep. It looks pretty cool. It looks comfy. So I love how it fits in there. And you can fit, you know... Two guys, two people in the front, maybe two in the back. I don't know. That might be a little pushing it there. But um, I, I do love how well they fit in these Jeeps. You know, you talk about taking Kenner out of the equation. And we do have to remember, for some people, that is very much the reality. Um, oh, yeah. You know, there there are definitely kids out there that these are their first set of Jurassic Park toys. Um, and I feel like this is a – if you have access to the legacy stuff at Target um, – and the battle damage uh, stuff at Walmart in the States. This is a fantastic beginning collection. Um, hopefully they're able to go on for years and years and, and keep producing other legacy figures and hopefully they'll be available in other places. Um, you know, since we're, we're on the Merc, I, I have noticed and I see why that human figures were not produced. And I don't mean that in a negative way, but when you're at the store, I don't know. I feel like it's great that we have human figures, but it's almost like Mattel needs to if, – if if there's one thing that now I feel like Hasbro kind of did right was during the Jurassic Park 3 era, they started packaging humans with dinosaurs. Um, I feel like that's going to be at this point the best way to sell humans. Um, right now, the only thing in my location is two Owens, uh, a Claire with the Gyrosphere, and the Mercenary. And – in Canada, they're a bit more expensive. I want to say the humans are like $12. And it's like, well, $12 on a human or like, you know, a, just an extra 10 on a full size dinosaur. So, you know, I think the humans are going to have a little bit of a tough time selling. Um, but hopefully in the States at $7.99, you know, they, it's a steal. Yeah, I think it's a steal. I've I've been picking up a few humans here and there, but um, I saw this guy and I had a hard time even passing on some random dude. You know, I would have picked up any of the other ones for sure, real easily. But this guy, I'm like, you know what? I could bypass him, but I'm not gonna because he's awesome too. He, he's a great toy. He goes with everything. And like I said, I'm not really the one playing with these at the moment. I'm saving them around for my kid. I think he's going to have a blast with them in a few years. Um, but I do like them, and I do appreciate them for what they are. And like I said, he fits in the Jeep so well. Um, and he, he looks well next to the dinosaurs. You know, it uh, it all works out really well. Um, but why don't we move on here to the big item here, the Carnotaurus. This is such an awesome figure really is dude it really is pretty insane i love this one so much i think this is one of those ones that you're just like oh my god they're making a new toy line oh my god they're making a carnotaurus oh my god i need that right now that's the first one on everybody's list i feel like yeah um this is actually the first i picked up in this line 
Um, it's the first figure I got. Uh, it's the Jurassic World Action Attack Carnotaurus figure. Now on Amazon US, they're sold out. I do believe they retail for about $20, I want to say. Yeah, I believe that's um, what it was. Yeah, which is a great price. Um, there's no audio on this one, uh, but it does have this really cool motion where if you click the button on the back, uh, the head jets forward and snaps. And I think that's just so cool. Um, yeah. And what's great is that, you know, I was a huge like advocate for, you know, Jurassic World 2, please give us red and black Carnotaurus is like the, the Kenner line. And lo and behold, the trailer comes out and there's red and black Carnotaurus. And then the toy matches what's in the movie. And it's like, it's, it's almost like this blissful realization of one of my favorite toys as a, well, I never had it as a kid, but one of the, the coveted toys as a child, um, that black, you know, devil horn Carnotaurus, um, this is kind of a more modern realization of that. Uh, this has less of a cartoony look than that one had. Oh, for sure. Um, that that one had kind of like a, a Saturday morning cartoon uh, feel to it. This one is is very real, like the Crash McCreary style. Um, it looks very close to the one on on film, and uh, you know it's got again that that X motion in the legs. It's got a nice uh, standard style pose. I love that the tail can you know be posed differently if you if you had a, a few of them. Um, you know, hunting together, you can you can give each one its own individual look. Um, I love the short little this. I love the short little arms. This figure is fantastic, dude. These arms are crazy. Like, and even they have a little a little bit of motion here. But I just love them. They're they're like the cutest little arms you could possibly imagine. <laughs> they, honestly, they just look like little hands just sitting there like this, like you know, just downwards. It's so hilarious that they look like human hands on this dinosaur. But that's the way it goes. You know, that's the way it is. And I, I love them. And I love how small they are. I had a friend recently, like, point out one of the T-Rex toys and be like, Oh, look at how tiny those arms are. And I'm like, Hey, hey, man, wait a second. Hold on. Let me show you this Carnotaurus. It's crazy small. But um, I this is another one. Like you said, it's got so many, um, you know, uh, points of articulation as well. It has these legs that kind of widen and go back inside. But they also go like they, they, you can do like a straight up split with these things. You know, you can go any direction with them. It's it's fantastic. I mean, they even go surprisingly above the dinosaur, which is weird. You would never do that. But for kids, stuff like that is fun. Um, but I do like this like access on them, too. And even the. Uh, the tail, like the the spiral ability on this thing, you can spin this thing 100% around, but also side to side. It's very cool how it does all that. And um, yeah, the neck motion is very awesome. I love how smooth it is. You know, it looks realistic. You know, you can do these like little head bobs, like it's sort of walking around, you know, and just like doing this, doing this thing and then biting and snapping and snapping back. Um, you know, if you press it all the way down, it kind of does that little snapping noise. Um, but I love this thing. I think it's, it's one of the most perfect ones I've ever seen. Yeah. You know, you mentioned that you could actually, you could take its legs and move it, uh, you know, back almost like it's laying down. And I think what would be so cool is if there was like a, a flat bud, a flat bed truck that you could like, you know, this Jeep here has like a, uh, a, a hinge on the back. What am I, what's the word I'm looking for? It's got uh, like where you could almost like attach a trailer or something, Yeah. you know, and, and put this guy on a flatbed and, and, and drag <laughs> him from, you know, one paddock to the next or, or take him to the, the vet, you know, in your Jurassic world or something like that. Uh, this is such a great toy. This is the first one I picked up. Um, the hinges on the feet I'm, are a little weird. I don't think they spin 
Um, when I try to do it, there's a little bit of resistance. No, so man, I'm, I'm they hesitant. S- they spin. Mine are they spinning. spin all the way around. Yeah, it does do a little snap. You hear like a little snap initially, but then it doesn't do it anymore. So I don't honestly know if I'm like unscrewing them. But I think you might have broke yours. Maybe. So just keep it the way it is on yours. Um, but the, it, man, mine does feel a little loose, so maybe I broke it. But it's still fine. Yeah, it's a fantastic toy. Still I think stands. the paint application is great. Um, you got that three tone. Uh, you know colors you got the the white belly uh with the uh burgundy body with the dark burgundy uh spots and stripes and it's such a good blend there's no like hard lines really on this uh on this model um all the little spikes the little knobs on its uh back and on its uh you know the side of its neck such great detail the horns are are really really cool um they've got kind of like a worn look to them uh as far as like uh sculpting goes um, this is just a fantastic, fantastic toy. Yeah, and I'm I'm doing something a little bit silly here. I'm making this mer- mercenary ride the Carnotaurus. Why not? You know, because I mean, you can. Not? Because there's so much articulation that it's easily possible. Look at that. That's fun. And he's going to go for a nice little jaunt with it. Oh, and he fell off. But, um, dude, I absolutely love this toy so much. It's got the uh, Jurassic Facts app as well. So you can kind of uh, put that thing in there into the app and uh, collect all those um, different dinosaurs and there's such a wide variation of them that it just makes you want to keep buying them um, so i do love that that app is kind of included on all these toys yeah the app is something that i didn't think i was going to get into i think i was on the podcast at one point like oh you know whatever an app and you know sure that's that's nice marketing i suppose but i'm telling you what i'm addicted to that <laughs> stupid circle that fills up every time you scan one of the figures um, I'm about halfway, which I feel like is probably almost all that's out right now, um, compared to what they've shown online. Cause definitely not everything is on the shelves. I've noticed, um, you know, there seems like there's going to be a second wave coming later. Um, but yeah, what we've got so far is a great start and these are, you know, three great toys to start with. Yeah, man. I love these ones. I think this was a great choice to do these ones first. Could it, it gives you a broad range and, um, you know, you got your vehicles, you got your human figures and you got some awesome dinosaurs. Each one of these items are very good. I think there's even better humans, you know, that we're, we've yet to review so far. So, um, I'm just, I'm super excited to dive into all these items that, as many as we can. Um, we're going to be doing some more of these for sure. And like you said earlier, we're going to dive into this like as a group and, and get a bunch of people on the podcast and talk about these together and not just review each item, but kind of review the entire thing as a whole. Yeah. I think what would be a nice plan would be, you know, is if, you know, uh, we reviewed individual items and then I, I would love to do like a giant discussion, you know, kind of covering Mattel in general and, and what everyone appreciates about the collection overall uh, or maybe don't appreciate about the collection. Not sure. Um, but yeah, we're off to a great start and I look forward to doing more of these. Yeah, man. So um, why don't we cut it short here? I mean, we've been going for 36 minutes and I think we did a good job reviewing these items. Um, we'll probably get into more detail, like you said, on a lot of this stuff. But for now... Check out the video on YouTube and uh, find more podcasts on our website. Go to JurassicParkPodcast.com. Find all the information there for upcoming podcasts, for past podcasts. Everything is on there. Find us on iTunes, on Google Play, um, at Jurassic Park Pod on Twitter, at Jurassic Park Podcast on Instagram. And uh, Aaron, where can we find you? Uh, you guys can find me at Aaron D. Beyer on Twitter.com. 
uh, Twitter.com. What am I like? I'm like, I must be my 30s. Hey, old guy. Um, you can, on Twitter. Uh, and then also you can uh, check out the latest films I've worked on on IMDb. Just search for Aaron D. Beyer. Nice, dude. Well, like I said, we'll, we'll join up again soon. Thanks for coming on here and uh, enjoy, everybody. Make sure to visit JurassicParkPodcast.com to find all our past episodes, brand new news articles, information on how to contact us, and much more. It's a great source for everything related to the podcast, and of course, Jurassic Park and Jurassic World. Head to JurassicParkPodcast.com and help us build a great community. Five minutes. Drop what you're doing and leave now.